I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Nag-text yung kapatid ko, nakasama nung nanay ko sa bahay nila. Sabi ng, ng kapatid ko, Ate, P.I. mo raw. <laughs> Sabi ko bakit? Sabi niya, Walang yaka, bakit mo raw sinulat yung mga bagay na hindi mo naman dapat kinukwento sa iba? Hello, I'm Jeje. And I'm Shani. And this is Book Clubban. It's a book club that Jeje founded because she was bored, couldn't sleep, and didn't have anybody to talk to about books. 11 years later, we're still reading and still talking about books. Consider Book Clubban as your online reading community. Before we meet our guests, let's talk about ourselves first. In our segment that we call, What Are We Reading Now? I'm reading Hunger, A Memoir of My Body by Roxane Gay. I picked at the first few pages and then got hooked because of the beautiful writing. I didn't realize... At first, the title Hunger was literal, but it really is about the hunger of her body. She used to weigh f- over 500 pounds, and now she's at 400 plus. She made it very clear at the beginning of the book that this book would not be a narrative of triumph over her struggles. There won't be any before and after pictures. The writing is so clean and sharp and clear and sparse. And this is amazing because she's still in that struggle right now. She already has that self-awareness to describe what she's going through. And there's, she doesn't over-dramatize what is already a very dramatic story. And that's what I'm reading now. I'm reading Phasma. It's a Star Wars novel. It's about Captain Phasma, the character played by Gwendolyn Christie, who also plays... Brienne of Tarth from Game of Thrones. It's written by Delilah Dawson, and uh, the book is about the backstory of Captain Phasma, but it's not told from her point of view. If you've watched the movie, she's a character, but there's really not much information there. And I think the book preserves the mystery of her character because it's told from other people's point of view. And it's actually very well written. It's engaging. It's something that I'd recommend to people if they're into the Star Wars thing. Our first ever guest for our first ever episode is Beverly C., isang nanay na manunulat, tagasalin, at copyright advocate. Dalawa sa kanyang mga aklat ay naging finalist sa National Book Awards para sa kategoryang Sunaysay at Antolohiya. Ang kanyang It's a Men's World ay nagkamit ng Filipino Reader's Choice Award noong 2012 para sa kategoryang Sunaysay. Siya ay naglilingkod sa Intertextual Division sa patnubay ng CCP Cultural Content Department. 
So, Bebang, nakilala ka namin nung nag-book discussion kami about It's a Men's World, yung unang-unang mong libro. Tama ka, Shani, na sobrang memorable din sa akin yung araw na yon kasi first time ko na nakasama sa isang discussion ng libro at libro ko pa yung tinalakay. Ngunit, ang unang-una kong libro ay hindi It's a Men's World, kundi Mingaw na isang ano porn material. Porn ba siya talaga <laughs> o sabi na nating erotika? Oo, erotika siya. Uh, uh, tungkol siya sa ano, yung pangungulila o yung pagkamiss ng uh, mag-asawa sa isa't isa. Very young couple, tapos yung isa sa kanila nag-abroad. So, OFW sila. So, paano nila tinatawid ang mga malalamig na gabi? What? <laughs> Autobiographical ba ang mingaw? Hindi. <laughs> Nag-training kami paano gumawa ng erotika. Labing apat kami na writers, batang-batang writers from yung iba UP Los Baños, yung iba from UP Diliman. Single pa ako noon. <laughs> At bata pa, mga 26 yata. Oo, ngayon 40 na ako eh. So, medyo... Iba na siguro yung mga position. Iba na yung mga reference material na ginamit ko noon. Mild na mild pa. Mga gano'n. <laughs> Let's go to um, It's a Men's World and yung It's Raining Men's. It's a collection of stories na medyo autobiographical. Actually, bilib ako sa'yo kasi medyo revealing yung mga stories. Revealing siya in terms of yung family dynamics nyo, yung mga pinagdaanan mo. Ano yung process mo nung sinusulat mo siya and paano mo yung dinideside kung ano yung papasok sa libro, ano yung hindi ko na lang sa ito share So, yung It's a Men's World, nagumpisa siya bilang isang requirement sa MA class. Nang hinihingi ng teacher, I draft ng thesis. Nagmakaawa ako sa teacher ko kung pwede bang compilation na lang ng creative works yung aking ipapasa sa kanya. Kaya lang, sabi niya, papayag ako in two conditions, no? Una, ang highest na grade na makukuha mo ay DOS sa MA level. Ano siya, parang 75, no? Pasang awa. Tapos, yung isa pang condition ay dapat yung ipapasa mo sa akin ay book length at publishable yung quality. Hinanap ko yung mga past works ko. Blog entries, yung mga journal ko, mga email ko, sa mga kaibigan, lahat yan ay sinamsam ko. Tapos, tinignan ko kung ano yung magkakapareho. Tapos, yung pala, may recurring theme. At yun ay childhood, no? So, mula doon, nabuo yung It's a Men's World. Sinamit ko siya sa teacher ko, nagka-grade naman ako. Tapos, nawalan ako ng work kasi nagtuturo ako noon. Kailangan may master's na. Tapos, nawalan ako ng love life. Sabi niya, huwag oh, ka na malungkot ang arte-arte mo naman. Meron ka ng manuscript. Ngayon, nilako ko, naghanap ako na pwedeng mag-publish ng It's a Men's World. At ayun, naging libro na siya. Konting edit-edit lang kasi kailangan malin- mas malinis, tsaka may professional na proofreader na. Nagalit pa yung nanay mo nung nagsulat ka about her? Oo, di ba? Kasi yung essays ko about dysfunction na family, pinakilala ko yung pamilya namin bilang isang pamilya na nakakaranas ng discrimination sa Filipino-Chinese community, no? Yung tatay ko, traditional Chinese family yung pinagmumula niya. Tapos yung nanay ko naman ay Pilipina, no? Na Ilocano. Tapos bata pa siya. Hindi siya masyadong type ng aking mga lolo't lola na Chinese. At kasama kami doon kasi kami yung mga anak. So, hindi nila masyadong tanggap. Tapos yung nanay ko, uh, nung naghiwalay sila, mahilig siya magsugal. Tapos yung tatay ko, kabaerog. So, nagalit ba yung aking pamilya? Well... Yung nanay ko, nung inimbitahan ko sa first ever book signing sa MOA, 
So, dumating siya, just ko, gold na gold yung buhok, no? Nagpatina sa kabakla siya at siya ay naka-miniskirt. Tapos kasama siya sa lahat ng picture ko, no? Habang pinipirmahan ko yung books. Kumain kami, tapos uwian na after ng book signing. Tapos yung mga 12 midnight, nag-text yung kapatid ko, nakasama nung nanay ko sa bahay nila. Sabi ng, ng kapatid ko, Ate, P.I. mo raw. <laughs> Sabi ko, bakit? Sabi niya, walang yaka, bakit mo raw sinulat yung mga bagay na hindi mo naman dapat kinukwento sa iba. That Nag-gash. night lang niya nabasa. Oo, for the first <laughs> So, pumunta siya sa book launch mo, book signing mo, hindi, na, hindi niya alam kung ano yung papel niya. Oo, tapos di ba siya pa yung star sa book? Tapos, nasa picture siya ng lahat ng taong bumili. Actually, as a reader, sobrang nagustuhan ko yung experience ko ng pagbabasa ng libro because yung language niya Taglish accessible yung language una tapos yung pangalawa parang feeling ko nakikita ko yung oh pwedeng mangyari to eh lahat tayo may kamag-anak na ganito highly recommended po wow. ang It's a Men's World by Bebang C Thank you Shani I'm so happy nga kasi when we met you to discuss that book, parang nag-uumpisa pa lang talaga yung career mo. But since then, you had a few more books that came out. I think the last book na ginawa mo was not even your own book, yung Pukiusap. Yes, okay. opo. So yung uh, Pukiusap was written by Liv Stromkist from Sweden. So may nag-translate ng akda na yun. Nung inalok sa akin yung trabaho na yun, sabi sa akin, Bebang, kaya mo ba magsali ng comic? So akala ko parang dar na ito, no? Ding ang bato, mga ganyan. Three words, ganyan. So tinanggap ko. Habi ko, ay, oo, kaya ko yan, madali lang yan. Pero hindi pala siya, no? Isa pala siyang graphic essay. So informational siya na uli ng libro. Tungkol siya sa discrimination ng mga petpet all over the world and all throughout the history, no? Nag-enjoy ako doon sa pagsalin yan. Original title ay Fruit of Knowledge. Nasa wikang Sweden yung Fruit of Knowledge. Tapos nung translate siya ng isang Amerikano na marunong ng Swedish na wika, ang translation niya ay Forbidden Fruit. Tapos nung translate ko dito sa Pilipinas, parang sabi ko parang walang bibili ng libro kung pinagbabawal na bunga ang title or bawal na prutas or, or bawal na bunga. So, Tapos sabi, ilalagay sa agriculture section. <laughs> Tama ka! So, naisip ko tungkol ba saan yung book? I wrote a lot of yung mga option na pwedeng piliin ng ating publisher. Tapos syempre ginawa ko, hinahilight ko yung pukiusap. Siya inasa huli. Pwedeng malaman yung mga ibang titles na in the running. Ayun Bukod nga, yung, pinag, oh, yun, yung pinagbabawal na bunga, Ay, okay. bunga na masama. Ay, mga ganyan, corny-corny, <laughs> parang ano, parang mga title ng mga sinaunang uh-uh. akda. Talaga yung mga siguro, ano, sampo. Kasi dapat bigyan din natin sila ng option na pangit. <laughs> Para piliin yung <laughs> controversial. <laughs> And it, it, talaga namang controversial siya. Diniscuss rin namin yun ng book club namin, yung pukiusap. It just added a new twist to a feminist discussion na usually na napakalalim, napaka-intellectual, pero discussed through a visual medium. I wouldn't say na dumb down, but it was just so real. And yung hindi nagiging intimidating yung topic. And we had a very lively discussion dahil doon. Thank you ulit sa inyong book club for doing that. Nag-translate ka rin ng mga ibang works. I- you translated yung Filipino version ng Fifty Shades of Grey? Gusto ko man, hindi ako yun. 
Yung Fifty Shades, alam mo, binasa ko yan. Huh? Yung Filipino version. Huh? Alam mo, in fairness, tinalaban ako. <laughs> Kinilig-kilig ako ganyan. Gusto kong tanungin tungkol sa process mo pag nagta-translate ka. Ano yung mga main points or pinaka-importante sa'yo pag nagta-translate ka ng uh, work ng ibang tao? Kasi also author ka. How does that affect yung translation work Importante sa akin na maintindihan ko kung ano ba siya. Nobelang pang kabataan, nobelang pang young adult, to ba ay horror, yung katulad ng sa pakiusap. So graphic essay siya, no? Una, dapat maintindihan ko ng bonggang-bongga ko ano yung genre. Kasi mula doon sa genre, kailangan ma-itatransform mo yung genre na yun para doon sa target reader mo. Yung pangalawang importante sa akin ay yung tone. So, kung ano yung tone, original tone ng akda, dapat kasama yon na maisalin ko doon sa target language. no So, kung halimbawa ko sarcastic, yung tone, dapat sarcastic din ang kakalabasan. So, kung ang, ang tone naman ay, halimbawa ay, ano ba ito, haughty, ba yung parang uh, arugante, dapat kasama din yun sa target na language. Pangatlo, para sa akin, na importante kapag sinasalin, ay yung pacing ng, ano, no, ng original work. Kasi, dapat kasama mo yung target reader mo doon sa pacing nung mismong akda. Kasi naranasan ko halimbawa yung nagsalin ako ng Paper Towns ni John Green. Ang ganda-ganda ng pacing niya, no? marunong siyang magdamot sa umpisa, nagre-restrain siya ng emotions, tapos kitang-kita mo yung pag-build up papatungo sa climax. So, dapat pati yon sa pagsasalin, nararamdaman na natatangay yung reader dun sa salin mo. Hindi basta-bastang sinasalin mo lang siya na parang tinutumbasan mo lang yung word per word. So, Bebang, before we end, hingi kami ng reading recommendation mo. Uh, isang libro na makaka-inspire sa mga tao upang maging mas mabuting tao, posibleng maging leader, ganyan-ganyan. Ito yung isinulat ni Senator Juan Flavier. It's an autobiography. Ang title ay From Barrio to Senado. Tungkol sa buhay niya, nung doktor pa siya, tapos ano yung mga in-implement niya ng mga programs nung siya ay isa ng politiko. Naisulat ito sa isang paraan na nakakatuwa, nakakatawa, nakakainit ng puso. Ang ganda-ganda, ang dami-daming insight, kaya sana ay uh, hanapin nyo, no? Our book giveaway for our first episode is The Courageous Princess. It's a book giveaway made possible by our friends from Penguin Random House. So The Courageous Princess is a story about a greedy dragon who kidnaps a princess. But she's not exactly the kind of princess who will sit and wait for somebody to rescue her. So she goes on these adventures in a fantasy setting. And she faces her challenges with wit, bravery. So it's a really great read for uh, children as well as adults who like to read children's books. It's written and illustrated by Rod Espinosa, who is Filipino. It earned him an Ignatz Award nomination for Promising New Talent and Best Artist and a 2002 Eisner Award nomination for Best Title for Younger Readers. Penguin Random House is actually reprinting this for this year, and it'll be available in all the usual bookstores. To find out how to join the giveaways, you just need to follow us on our social media pages and the links will be on our show notes and there will be further instructions there. So good luck, everyone.
And that was the first episode of Book Laban. Listen to part 2 of our conversation with Bebang C. To make sure you don't miss it, subscribe to Book Laban on Anchor and soon on your favorite podcast platforms. You can also find us on booklaban.com. Our Facebook group is Book Laban. And we're at BookLabanPH on Instagram and Twitter. Remember, support the author by the book. Book Laban is a Puma podcast production. This episode was produced by Trisha Aquino and edited by Nico Balante of Puma Podcast.